0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Mine. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk commercials once again. We're going to talk about the good ones. We're going to talk about the bad ones, and we're going to talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Make all your cold drink dreams come true. Mine are coming true as we speak. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Veeves. Hey, Andrew. You put together a special little quiz for me today. You've been talking about it for days now.
2: (laughs) I started watching commercials with pop stars in them Um and I noticed a certain pattern, so I thought I would start.
1: I, I would quiz you on them. Do you want to tell us how that's going to work, or sure. do you want to save it for?
2: Well, sure. For I mean, we. I can either tell you now, or we can. We can play a little musical stinger, and I can tell you in thirty seconds. I okay.
1: Can. Well, let's let's save it for the stinger. <laughs> um, also, the ad council. You and I both worked on um, the ad council. We got a bunch of stuff. I can tell you, we got a jingle. I'm really excited to play for you. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of people who really. Just want us to agree with them on something. And I'll tell you right off the bat, we're going to have some disappointed ad counselors Uh because I can't say that I agree with them on their hot takes.
2: Well, and I did did something which I occasionally do, which is that I... I sort of conscript a FAMO into the Ad Council by virtue of a...
1: Hold on, you conscript a FAMO? (laughs) Yeah, I conscript... What are we... Are those words? Well, do you
2: know what conscript means? Yes,
1: you've brought... You've drafted. Yeah, unwillingly drafted. I've
2: pressed into service. Okay. Uh, A FAMO, a famous...
1: A a famous person? A celebrity. Okay.
2: I've conscripted a FAMO (laughs) into the Ad Council, which is something that I occasionally do when a FAMO...
1: Do we know Famos?
2: I mean, not personally. That's why they're Famos. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. oh. You're taking something that you read somewhere that a famous (laughs) person said about about advertising and and a commercial, and I
2: turned it into ad council.
1: Do you want to start over? Should we just start this whole show (laughs) over? It's funny. (laughs) Conscripting Famos all over the place. (laughs) All right. Well, um, you know me. I love quizzes. Of course, when I say that, I. What I mean is I love giving quizzes.
2: Right. You don't so much like taking them.
1: No, I'm not super great at them, but we got to, you know. Sometimes gotta, you
2: got to take your medicine. You I to. take mine all the That's effing right. time.
1: <laughs> That's right, listeners. Get ready to take your medicine. Who
3: want
0: it? Who want it? I can sell, I can see. Who need
3: Sell a drinks,
1: so this is the rapper E-40
2: If we ever lose the rights And I mean the rights in heavy quotation marks To the Death Racist song that we close out with This is a close second for me
1: Yes, well what about I Can Sell Anything That's what I'm anything, talking about Anything, anything uh, no, that's a different one. That's not our closing song.
2: That's not That's Racist?
1: No, we have a couple. There's this song by Michi.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Very similar to the one we were just talking about. A rapper bragging about his ability to sell all kinds of things. Yeah. Now, the one that was Michi, the one that we were just listening to here that you picked out for today's show. Who want it? Who want it? I can sell. It. I can sell. It. Who need it? So this is by a rapper named E40. Yeah, I really dig it. And I had never heard it. I'd never heard of E40 before. What is my problem? I cannot talk today. <laughs> oh, I guess it's a day that ends in Y. Um, but yeah, boy. Ben Harrison is always tweeting about E40. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. That's not
2: how I found it. I found it by Googling Songs with Cell in the title. I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is cool. the I'm
1: pretty sure this is the rapper that has been around for a really long time and apparently is well respected. But I, I just why. never heard of him before.
2: Well, I get it. I'm into this song. To a
1: rock, detox to a knock. No. Who want it? Who want it? I can sell I, it. It. I can sell who need it. I can Okay, so I've avoided this long enough. Uh, I've put off the inevitable. How is this quiz going to work, my okay. friend? So what
2: I've noticed about commercials, uh, these commercials that feature well-known pop stars, is that they'll often be written it, to have sort of a punchline at the end where where the pop star like gets to have like a big laugh moment or a big reveal or okay. something. So the great thing about this quiz is... You can know what the who this pop star is. You can know what they're selling, but until uh, I give you the multiple choice, you will you won't know how the uh, how the what the punchline is. Okay, so okay? I got to
1: guess the punchline. Yeah, and
2: I'm going to describe it for you, and then you'll play it, and we'll we'll see which one you, was right.
1: Now I, I think we talked about this over the weekend. You said it's multiple choice, yeah. right? Should we start without you giving me multiple choice to see if I can come up with it? Because yeah. I mean, the answers in that way are in you know infinite right it'd be amazing you um, get so it'd two be points. pretty cool if i or i mean is there a chance that i know any of these commercials
2: i guess that's anything's possible i mean these were these are major pop stars and most of them are for major brands or a couple of um notable exceptions but mostly it's for famous stuff okay um here's the first one okay and they are some of them are older some of them are more current in a 1990s commercial for pizza hut Mmm beetle Ringo Starr promises Ugh. to get, quote, the lads to help him oh, sell Christ. stuffed crust pizza. But instead of the surviving Beatles, the lads who join him are who?
1: Hmm, okay. Let me tra- take a stab at this before you give me the multiple choice. Okay. The lads that he is talking about I want to say are the California Raisins, but I don't think that's the right era. Um, his lads are... This is, I hope this is not the right answer because it'd be boring, but his children? No. Okay.
2: That's neither the California Raisins nor the, the star offspring. The, the, I, do you think they go by Star or Starkey?
1: Oh, that's right. His, his original, original name, name Starky? Starkey. I don't know. I'm sure they, I don't know. Okay. I don't really like Ringo Starr, so I'm already put off by this whole thing.
2: Oh, well then this question won't count.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
2: All right. <clears throat> the lads who join him are A... The monkeys.
1: Okay. Okay. B,
2: in sync. Okay. Or C, the male cast members of Frasier.
1: Okay, it's not Frasier.
2: It was a '90s commercial.
1: It's not Frasier. Um, I'm going to say in sync makes the most sense because having the monkeys is just w- weird because they're from the same era as the Beatles and we're kind of like the TV, you know, clearly influenced by the Beatles. Um, Frasier would be bonkers uh,
2: and amazing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Frasier.
1: But um, I have a strong—I'm so that sad.
2: That I want to go back and yeah, make this commercial sure. with the cast of Frasier. Sure.
1: Um, well, I think that uh, I think it makes sense. The joke makes sense if it's in sync.
2: All right, let's go to the tape.
1: All right.
3: I do it in a second.
1: The fans will dig it. They've waited long enough. Peace peace love, I've just got to get love. the other lads to agree. I think I can
0: convince them. I'll say. Plan. The, the time, time has come. come. To eat our pizza. Rust first. Good idea. Bring on cool?
1: Oh, it was the
2: monkeys.
1: Dumb joke.
2: It was the monkeys. It, either NSYNC or Frasier would have been better. In many yes. cases, not all, but in, most, in many of the cases of these questions, I strongly believe that my alternate punchlines, my wrong yeah. answers, are superior.
1: And, uh, that's Mickey, right? Didn't we lose Mickey recently or am I putting yeah, him in I the think, grave too soon?
2: Or was that, did we lose a monkey or a Herman's Hermit?
1: Um, well, the only Herman's Hermit of note, I believe, is, uh, oh, what's his name?
2: Well, Herman, obviously. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh,
1: Peter, uh, Peter Noon. Peter Noon. Peter Noon. I got there without looking it up. Um, I was about to look it up, but I got there, uh, and so, but Mickey Dolan was the, uh, Dolan's, Yeah, uh, was, did he just die? Uh, no, he's alive. Why do I keep doing that to people? Sorry,
2: Mickey. We're not trying to rush you to your grave. I think
1: one of the monkeys died. Enjoyed
2: that Pizza Hut money.
1: In the past year or so. Peter Tork, maybe. Anyway, I don't know. Why am I making this so damn grim? Let's move you know, on. i isn't I'm, about dead
2: monkeys. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm winning one to nothing.
2: You're, you've got zero right I, so far.
1: okay, but that's, but...
2: In a commercial for the Capital One Savor, not savor, but like savor, like savor your wine mm-hmm. uh, credit card, Taylor Swift. Savor the flavor? Savor the flavor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift plays a series of inept food service professionals. So she plays like.
1: This is new, isn't it? Is I saw one. this on TV, okay, but so the, vo- well, the volume was down. And I I remember thinking, like, I, I remember the commercial, it struck me, and it wasn't until the very end that I realized, oh, it's Taylor Swift. Okay. Well, she
2: plays like a diner waitress and then like a. Not a bar, maybe a bartender. I can't remember. Yeah. She plays like a couple of different food service professionals. Okay. At the end, and she's inept at all of them. Mm-hmm.
1: um, hmm. Yeah, I picked that the, much The up.
2: irony is that she cannot act So her acting She's as, as inept an actor As she's pretending to be a food service professional Oh,
1: okay And that's not supposed to be that's part just of the joke an, That's, that's just, just an
2: aside from me That's
1: just your editorializing
2: At the end, she demonstrates her incompetence As a soda jerk mm-hmm. By what? I'm giving you a chance here yeah, I'm no, not no, going to no, give no, you no, the no, no. I, I think I actually
1: know this one I think she... Um, if this is the one with the ice cream, which do do soda jerks deal with ice cream? Yeah, they like milkshakes and I think you know, she, I think she stuff. takes a bite out of it and then dumps it on the table. Nope. Neither one of those things happen? Nope. It doesn't s- It feels
2: like you've seen this. Because I have, very but close. I only saw
1: it once out of the corner of my eye and I never saw it again, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna pay attention to that the next time it's on. I think I saw it at the bar. Um, but I could have sworn I remember a big glob of the ice cream falling out of the, like it's like in a Sunday dish, right? Not a Sunday dish, but like a Sunday glass.
2: There is a Sunday glass.
1: And the ice cream doesn't like flop out of it onto the table? No. All right. What are the options?
2: Well, I do think you're going to get this. Okay. She, A, slips on a banana peel after making a banana split. Okay. B, shoots a can of whipped cream directly into her mouth. C spills a jar of maraschino cherry juice down the front of her white uniform. I know
1: exactly what she does. She puts the um, she puts the cream in her mouth. I saw that. That's exactly when I started paying attention to the commercial. I do think, can we go to the tape? Yeah,
2: go to the tape. Do you think
1: there's any chance I'm also right that the ice cream goes all over there's the table? There's a lot of
2: ineptitude throughout the commercial of things that she spills, so you're probably remembering some other stuff. If spillage. I am right
1: about that and I got it right without a multiple choice, can I get two points for this one? Yes. Okay. Come on, baby. Come on. That
3: you'll never find another
2: like
1: me. So she's like a diner waitress here. Mm-hmm. The type of diner waitress that I would call you hun.
2: Now she's a bartender. She's shaking up a, you know, a drink, but it sprays everywhere.
1: Can I point out? You said that her acting is really bad. I noticed that they have given her no lines so far. Does she? Have oh yeah, a-
2: no, she can't. She can't deliver lines. So her
1: acting is just physical yes. here. Okay. She's okay. a real.
2: She's a real second coming of Lucille Ball.
1: Okay, so here she is now putting the um, whipped cream on top of a sundae, and then she's gonna shoot it into her mouth.
2: Oh you know what you are right it's not ice cream but the whipped cream does fall off the top of the thing but i was actually looking for this punchline where she right. sprays it right into her mouth so you get 2 points
1: all right I'll take that. Although I didn't, I didn't it differently. I do wonder if I think a different you had it right. I that. I do
2: think you saw it right. I mean, I, you know, at a quick glance, was it whipped cream or ice cream? Like that's very yeah, okay. hard to tell. Uh, clearly, you had seen the commercial. Wow. I think that's what we're trying to measure here.
1: This is an exciting turn of events, I must say. Not just for me because I'm now winning, but for the <laughs> listener as well. Because who would have seen that? Coming that I would fall behind zero to one, and then on the second question, race ahead. And to on a Taylor Swift, zero. which I wouldn't have known that you on could pick Taylor out Taylor of a Swift lineup. Commercial. My goodness, this is gripping.
2: All right, well, this is one of your faves. Okay. Um, this is Jay Z. In a commercial for Duracell, the Duracell Power Pad, mm-hmm. a regular Joe gets his cell phone mixed up with Jay Z's cell phone at a club.
1: Okay, that sounds fun for everybody except for Jay Z.
2: What power move? does Jay use to inform him of the mix-up?
1: Ooh, okay. Can I ask you a question before I just guess? Yeah. Um, is it... So it's a power move. Is it performed face-to-face? Yeah,
2: they're in person. Okay,
1: they're in person. What he does is he... To inform him of the mix-up is the question. To sort of, like... Let him know that this is To big goal. dog him okay. and inform him okay. of the mix-up. He... um He has his sister-in-law Solange. <laughs> They've now made up. Everything is good, and takes she, the guy
2: to an elevator.
1: She comes. She comes from the back of the club, and taps him on the shoulder pointedly, and says, "Did you mix something up? No. Are you sure?
2: I'm pretty I'm, sure that was okay. Didn't
1: well, if I could rewrite this commercial,
2: okay, uh, a. He gives him a stern look and wordlessly holds out his hand.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I can see Jay-Z doing that.
2: He silently turns the phone around to show that Beyonce and Blue Ivy are his home screen.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: He grabs the guy's arm as he's reaching for the phone, but then signals to the bartender to to bring them a round of drinks.
1: Mm, I don't think it's the third one. I think he just gives him a stern look.
2: Let's go to the I tape. He just
1: gives him a stern look. Because here's why I think that. Okay. Because if he shows him, oh look, it's Beyonce and Blue Ivy, and that's the big reveal, this guy would know enough to also recognize Jay Z's face. He wouldn't. Ha- he could just show him his own face. He doesn't have to show <laughs> him his family's faces. You see what I'm saying?
2: I do see what you're saying. So we got our we got our boy here. He's like powering up. He's his- giving
1: me vibes of your friend Lee. I I only saw kind of the back of his head for a second was kind of his profile That's not really interesting to the listener But Genevieve has a friend named Lee Who we haven't seen in a while And this uh, guy reminds me So if you see this commercial on TV (laughs) And you're kind of like Oh, I wonder what Genevieve's friend Lee looks like It's this
2: (laughs) So he's, our, our hero is walking around in a black and white world where everybody has over their head uh, the representation of their cell phone battery charged amount.
1: Be, and they're almost and all And everybody else dying. is like red or orange,
2: yeah. you know, they're all be already dying. He's got a full green bar That's over a pretty his head. good
1: selling point. Yeah, was, I mean, it's like, like is there
2: anything more stressful than being near the end of your battery Not life? Not
1: for me. Being in an airport. Yeah, and, right. And your battery's dying.
2: So he's... So, uh, you know, he's going through his days at a cafe. He's on a he's walking around the city. He's, like, living that urban life. Now he's at a club.
1: It's all day, and he's still got 95 96%. got so percent.
2: much battery so much life. Phone. Now he charges it on some table at this club, which, what club is that?
1: It's probably Jay-Z's club.
2: Now the phone rings, and he goes to pick it up.
1: It's 100% now. Okay, now I see a hand. The music stops. A hand... Comes into the frame. We haven't seen the big reveal that it's Jay-Z yet. Oh. Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's it. I was right. You got it right. That's
1: right. All right. Fantastic. I am somehow three for three.
2: Yeah, somehow three for three. All right. I love it. Okay. In a commercial for Kraft Mac and Cheese, Vanilla Ice is stocking grocery shelves when a woman shopping with her son recognizes him and starts dancing with him. What happens to break up their grocery store dance party?
1: So a little boy starts dancing. No, no.
2: A woman oh. who would be like my age. She's oh, like okay. the, the age of a Vanilla Ice fan. Oh,
1: sorry. I is, was loading up a video. I thought you said her. Does she? Is she there with she's her there. Son? She's like a mom. She's there with her son, but her son doesn't start dancing. She starts dancing. She starts dancing. dancing. And then what breaks up the dance party? Because he starts dancing with her. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Right um they're in a grocery store and then um, I'm gonna go through some my own multiple choice uh maybe a bunch of um whatever you stacking comes piling down on top of them as one option if I were writing the quiz uh maybe ice. I think it's his store manager I think his store manager comes uh and kind of tisk tisk tisks vanilla ice and he's got to get back to work stock and shelves
2: well none of those are precisely the multiple mm, choice
1: okay uh, jay-z plays his manager right his store manager <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right a a middle-aged man spots them dancing and tries to get in on the action Ooh, and it shows okay. the vibe.
1: yeah yeah very kind of very that's how guys act online a lot
2: the son gives vanilla ice and his mom the stink eye until they stop
1: okay i could see that
2: a voice on the intercom
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, interrupts
2: to tell Vanilla Ice that there's a cleanup on aisle seven. I
1: believe it is the cleanup on aisle seven. Right, let's go to the tape. Classic, classic grocery store humor right there. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go
2: ninja. I should say this is ninja, contemporaneous go. with the Turtles movie for which he did part of the soundtrack. Oh, this is from that long ago. Yeah.
1: Oh no way! I thought it was like kind of like a you know how a lot of commercials now have kind of has been. Well, he was
2: already at pretty much a has been Turtles soundtrack notwithstanding. I
1: guess so. I've really come around on him as a matter of fact. I think as Based on what? Based on his public persona in recent years, he's done like some some kind of silly um, reality TV shows based on his woodworking. Remember he did something that he goes to Amish country and helps them like build things. And he seems to be pretty self aware. Like this character here, he's playing just a a dopey uh, you know, guy working at a Grocery store now making it sound like If you work at a grocery store You're dopey That's not what I mean But you know He's a famous guy right. And he's just like Singing his own song To himself I actually think That he's a self-aware Funny guy
2: I don't begrudge him anything I mean I don't have Any animus toward him But I'm not like Oh yeah this guy Really needs a renaissance
1: I don't Yeah I'm not saying I'm underwriting His renaissance Let's not put words in Go my ninja mind. Go ninja
2: go We should talk To our financial ninja, advisor ninja, About how to get go go Into the vanilla ice game go.
1: Okay mom walks up
0: Go ninja Go ninja
2: She's so like starstruck. Now they're like dancing. Wow. The sun's giving. To your oh,
1: it's the sun.
2: It was the sun.
1: Okay, I gotta say though, Vives,
2: you a- also eh. lose a point
1: for that. There is I no way. That comes, it says copyright 2014 in the small print there. The ninja movie that he sang for came out in the 1990. 1990- oh, this is the newest ninja movie. It's just a throwback to. Oh,
2: interesting. Yeah, because okay. it said,
1: mean, I mean, look at the quality. First of all, it's got a hashtag. They didn't have hashtags back when, when Fair his point. movie came out.
2: All right, I don't lose any points for not knowing when this commercial came out.
1: Well, you misled me. You lose <laughs> Does points. How has that
2: changed anything about the, at the commercial? I mean,
1: obviously, I'm an artist when it comes to. These things, yeah, you really sort of, need like,
2: all of the context. Exactly. And I, yeah.
1: You know, no, I, you don't get. I, as a matter of fact, I feel like anything I get wrong from this point forward is because now you're in my head about this. I feel like you're you in, lose. You're, you get nothing. Like <laughs> good day, sir. I said good day, sir. I just feel like I can't trust the moderator anymore. So I don't know. The listeners can decide whether or not this. is All right. So you now have
2: uh, three points out of four. Four. Mm-hmm. All right. At the height of the Osbournes television series success,
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay. in a commercial for Pepsi Twist, Ozzy Osbourne... Was that with Lime? I think it had lemon. Okay. Maybe they did a Lime one too. Um, Ozzy Osbourne has a disturbing dream in which his kids, Jack and Kelly, unzip their faces to reveal that they are Donnie and Marie Osmond.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a funny gag, I like right? That. Sure, you know, yeah. what could
2: be more different from the Osborns, the Osmonds?
1: Mm-hmm. Yet their names are similar. It's all clicking.
2: It's all clicking. It's all coming together. When Ozzy wakes up, instead of being in bed with his wife, Sharon, he is with whom?
1: He is with the mom from the Brady Bunch.
2: No way! Yes! I must have seen this. I he must I don't, have seen it. It I was don't a fairly re- popular... I was in Super Bowl commercial. I don't
1: remember this necessarily. Like, there's nothing in the front of my brain that makes me... I said that because... She just was in a lot of stuff. Yes. And she became the go to goody two shoes from an earlier generation. So she was all over the place. My
2: alternate punchlines were Doris Day or Gene Simmons of Kiss.
1: Oh. Both
2: of which I think would have been great.
1: Gene Simmons would have been good, but it would have messed up the joke. Because the whole point is like the goody two shoes, Osborne. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to go
2: even darker. Yeah, let's watch it.
0: Hey, Dad. No, 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 no. I really say... want to show you
2: something. Oh, what is it then? What is
0: it? These aren't Pepsi's. They're Pepsi Twists. You're a bunch of bloody
1: magicians. And we're
0: not the Osborne's. You're not.
1: They rip off their faces. We're the Osmonds.
0: I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock. I drummed the kids head into the husbands. Oh, there, are dear.
1: Like twists, Pepsi twists. I can, I honestly, again, I, I, know, I know how brains work. Clearly, yeah. I am a brain doctor. Right? They should have doctors for your brain. Hey,
2: someone should, someone should do that. Someone should look <laughs> I, into that. I'm
1: pretty sure that's a Parks and Recreation. Too bad they don't have doctors. For your brain. <laughs> um,
2: Science is whatever we want it to be.
1: be. Um, let's just recite every drop from NBC sitcoms that we can think of off the top of our head. But uh, I got to say, I don't remember that commercial on rewatching. It was an educated guess. But again, you know, maybe that seed was planted. Yeah, years, I mean,
2: or maybe you just had a, you know, you had a good instinct. I mean, Florence Henderson was the go to mm-hmm. goody two shoes or sort of the wholesome, like she had sort of a wholesome uh you know, Renaissance has like the, like a throwback mm-hmm. nostalgia. Even
1: though, wasn't she also the wholesome one in airplane, which was years and years earlier than this? Isn't um, she like the, the polite th- lady sitting on the plane?
2: I don't think that's Florence Henderson. It, is it, um, I oh, think that's
1: right. It's the like quote unquote, and I don't really love this joke because I, don't love this joke. It's a jive, talk, the jive scene, talk and it's scene.
2: not Florence Henderson. It's another 50. is It Donna Reed. It's like somebody like that.
1: Uh, can we just look it up? Yeah, just look I it know up. it's on the, on the thing. Uh, let me see here. I'm not gonna play the audio for it, but we'll just get a glimpse of her. And then, if I'm right about this, how many extra points do I get?
2: If it's Florence Henderson.
1: Oh, there it is. It is not. It's definitely not her. I
2: think that is Donna Reed. Is that
1: who that is? I'm
2: not positive.
1: Okay. But it's not
2: Florence Henderson for sure.
1: It's Barbara Billingsley.
2: Oh, um, Barbara Billingsley. She she was like a 50s sitcom mom, but I'm blanking on which one.
1: I will tell you that in just a moment. Let's just keep doing this. Let's just go, this yeah. This a good quiz. Um, let's see here. I don't care about the beginning of her career. No offense. What do we know her from? Uh, three guys named Mike, the brother. Oh, leave it to Beaver. Leave, leave it, it to, to Beaver. Beaver. God, Jeez, obvious. I'm sorry, just, everybody. Well, that's
2: a little bit outside of our age yeah, range. Yeah, but so I should
1: have gotten that. Okay, just been a
2: while. All right, next next question. Good job on the Florence Henderson.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you saying that.
2: In a commercial for wonderful pistachios, mm. you know the cat, the Ooh. the, um, you know the. uh punchline or the sort of tagline is like X does it blank
1: yes it's those uh, plain white background Mm, very striking like good branding and then they always have a famous person it's a little bit of a ripoff of the Reese's peanut butter cup commercials from the 90s where it'd be like Dracula does it with his fangs I mean yeah they didn't say it It wasn't
2: quite the same tagline Mm -hmm. but yeah, similar construct anyway in a commercial for wonderful pistachios Psy dances to Gangnam Style. Oh, Psy. With a bunch of people dressed as pistachio nuts. Okay, like, now this bring one. your beer style with the legs sticking out.
1: Don't know that I will get this one right, but I will say that if I do, it is because I've seen. Yeah, I it was swear a Super Bowl I've head. seen this before. It was a Super yeah, Bowl okay. ad.
2: The tagline at the end is what? Psy does it blank.
1: I mean, could it be as simple as Gangnam
2: Style? I don't know. Could it?
1: I don't know. That's your guess. Am I even pronouncing that? Is it Gangum? gangnam Ganyum style. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this is funny. <laughs> Seeing the look on your face, the final pronunciation, and the fact that we're having this conversation <laughs> in August of 2019. <laughs> I really I really feel like we should have figured this out by now. Well, we didn't. Okay. Uh, okay, it could either be he does it Gangnam style or it could be something about a uh, pop. He does it with pop, with K-pop. He does it he goes down a K-hole. I don't know. <laughs> is it he does it Gangnam style or Gangnam style? It is not Gangnam okay.
2: style. <laughs> Here are your options. Psy does it with a K-pop. Okay. side does it with style. Okay. side does it, and we all go nuts.
1: And it's not with ketamine.
2: <laughs> Psy does it, and you go in and you go in a K-hole. Yeah,
1: Okay. Um, the first. I'm sorry. So you sort
2: of the first two kind of. Sp- I, I, I like I didn't want to give it. To he you does for it with Gangnam's, K-pop. Yeah.
1: Okay. Or with a
2: K-pop. Okay. Or he does it with style.
1: With style. Um, I style just anybody could do that. That just doesn't make if it's style. But he did, I, but he did a make a
2: song called Gangnam, Gangnam Style.
1: Oh, famous. he did do Gumdrop Style. <laughs> exactly. I forgot about that. No, that was a huge. Everybody remembers Gumdrop Style. It was huge. <laughs> All right, <laughs> can't believe people are paying for this. All right, um, let's <laughs> let's go with the the Seki does it with style. Then I, I just want to get out of this.
0: All right. Gundam Star.
1: Okay, he's dancing Gundam around.
2: Crack, I really like the crack, nuts because the nuts are like. I was gonna say the same thing. Full costume, like you know, nuts with like the crack down the middle. Yeah, and then just black tights.
1: Yeah, all you legs see are the legs and the arms. Again, like very reminiscent, like you said, Veeves, of the Rainier beer commercials right. of yesteryear and now current year.
0: Crack, crack in Gundam style. Hey, 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 your now. Crack,
1: crack, crack. That dancing nut is hilarious. Yeah, this though. whole thing they're is really hilarious. going for it.
2: And then after a while, they like split their shells, and then they're just the green nut underneath. Oh wow,
1: that's pretty dirty. I'm digging right, this. A I love risque. this ad. This was a
2: great Super Bowl ad. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here we go. side does it. And we all go nuts.
2: Oh no, no way. way. And
1: we all go nuts. I thought for sure that seemed to have the Genevieve stank all over nope. it. No offense.
2: No, none taken.
1: Um, wow! I what think does my that answer, do to the my score? My two top answers were better. What uh, What does that do to the score?
2: All right, you've because got,
1: that means I've gotten the last two wrong. So I think yeah, I've met but three you've also got but
2: you got the last one. You got two points because you guessed it without without the
1: oh, I forgot about that. You know, right, right, right. Multiple
2: choice. So you're you're still at a hundred percent with the extra credit. Really? Yeah, six Fuck for six.
1: Me. I just feel like here, here's the problem is, and I think everybody knows this, but I want it on the record right now. Like, I do not want to be a role model. Like, I do this podcast. Like I enjoy mission doing accomplished. it. But, I mean, if kids are listening to this right now, they're kind of like, oh, you know, Andrew's so good at quizzes. Like, I want to be like Andrew. People start throwing around the term right. role model. Then there's a lot of pressure on me to clean up my act. Uh, I don't want that.
2: Well, let me take this opportunity to say that I don't think any children are viewing you as a role model. We were out with our good friends <laughs> Phyllis and Josh, this Sorry, you know there's something wrong with the microphones.
1: <laughs> we should probably just wrap this up.
2: And they have a they have a son. Uh, how old is How old is Gus?
1: I can't remember. I want to say nine, something like
2: that. You know, a kid. And Gus said, just out of very sort of like conversationally, as as you and he were like playing with the butters. Butter pats and jam packets we sit on down, the table We sit down to
1: the table The first thing I do is I start stacking the jelly The little plastic jelly and butter right. containers Making a tower out of them
2: And And Gus turns to you and says You sure like doing a lot of things kids like to do
1: it's like playing Minecraft, <laughs> flying drones, and playing with your food, I believe is the end of that quote.
2: It was almost scripted. I missed the second part of the quote because yeah. I was too busy falling out of my chair laughing.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What what, what do you got?
2: All right. In a commercial for Absolute Vodka, okay. Kanye West enters a club but suddenly transforms into a dorky white guy because why?
1: They actually changed he, did, did they change the color of his skin? Oh, oh! I see They he become. they have an actor yes. playing. OK, yeah, um, be, he, be- like, because why he
2: morphs into. OK, so I don't know if you're familiar with the great Michael Jackson video, black or white, but there right. is an amazing okay, gotcha. technology.
1: But for a moment, I did have a vision of Kanye West, I guess, in a white face. No, he's not so in white face like a different uh, actor. Right. OK, he becomes a different. Actor. Why does it so it's for vodka? He walks in the club and then suddenly he becomes a nerd. Something happens to him because he becomes a nerd. I'm going to say because he drinks the wrong kind of vodka, my friend.
2: Well, that's not the answer, but it does give away one of my... You, you guessed one of my wrong answers.
1: Okay, so I get a point for that. I
2: guess so. No, I mean, that's, that's good. That, that helps you out. A, okay. his drink was made with no-name vodka instead of absolute. Okay. He needs a special pill to transform into Kanye. He is hiding from Kim, Courtney, and Khloe Kardashian who have arrived at the door and are looking for him.
1: That's a weird message that he would be hiding. Like, why? Because his whole thing is he loves his wife so much. Like, I've never seen him even joke around about, like, oh, I got to get away from the ball and chain. Like, that doesn't seem to be his vibe, right? But now we're in a club, maybe. I don't know. I've never seen him in a club before. I've only seen him at brunch. <laughs> um, what's the second one? He needs to take a pill?
2: He has to take a pill to That's transform into
1: Kanye. I gotta... Although I don't think it makes sense, I'm gonna go with he's trying to hide from his family for some reason. Well, let's go to the tape. All right. I don't like the feeling of this.
2: Cab pulls yeah. up. Kanye steps out. Ooh,
1: Kanye's in coming to the club in a beat-up taxi cab? Yes. When is this from? I don't know. This is from 2008, according to YouTube. We're supposed to believe that in 2008, Kanye showing up to the club in a in a. Gross are you gonna watch this? Or are you gonna
2: Are you gonna break down every second of it?
1: I just if I get it wrong, I want everybody to know what I'm dealing with. Here. <laughs> yeah.
2: He does walk straight in. He doesn't need to wait in the
1: line. Okay.
2: So he's walking around. He sees. He's like pulls a girl out on oh, the dance floor. Oh, he grabs a
1: girl. Uh oh. I think I might got. I might have gotten this one right. This
2: Everybody's dancing. Uh Uh-oh, he's at the center of a pile of ladies. Uh Everybody's very happy to see Kanye. It's a real
1: Kanye sandwich, and it's a grinder, if you know what I mean. And then he notices that his... uh, What's happening? Oh, the back of his head is smoking. This is scary now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he starts kind of freaking out because the back of his head is starting to smoke.
2: So he disappears. His hair turns into, like, a blonde sort of long mullet. Now he's, like, a dorky white guy. He reaches into his pocket and it's a, uh, B Kanye is the pill that he hasn't taken enough of
1: Oh, it's not a pill though it's actually an Elka Seltzer like, type so, of
2: so everybody's got a B Kanye pill none of them are really Kanye
1: all these people are coming but I, I gotta say though that's why he
2: rolled up in a cab he's not really Kanye
1: okay that makes sense I apologize to Absolute but not a pill Elka Seltzer not a pill
3: Oh, and that come. is a
1: fizzy thing that he drops into water and drinks.
2: Alka seltzers are pills.
1: I disagree with you, Genevieve, and I'm not just trying to argue. Well,
2: well what is it?
1: I would say it is a dissolvable a tablet. tablet medicine.
2: It's a tablet. Okay. I right. that is a that, Genevieve, honestly,
1: if you want to win like that, that is fine with me.
2: Alright. This last one is <laughs> truly bonkers. Um, and it's a little bit of a different structure than the other ones because the, the answer is what is what this is actually a commercial for.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um Billy Corgan stars in a commercial in which he is playing musical chairs with some guys in suits. But when one of the guys tries to cheat at the game, Billy calls in a team of professional wrestlers who fight the suit guys, like WWE style wrestling what? match style. Um and what is this a commercial for? And it's just, like, product type. It doesn't have to be the exact name of the company.
1: What era is this? Is Billy Corgan a going concern?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, you know...
1: What last I, 10 years. I mean, let's so. say
2: last 10 years.
1: And for some reason... He he's sort of playing, doesn't he's age playing musical, dramatically, He's so. playing musical chairs?
2: Yeah, he's in a wrestling ring, like okay. a ring.
1: Okay, okay. And
2: they, they're playing musical chairs. It's terrible acting. It looks like... It's mm-hmm. like a very local, homemade commercial okay. style.
1: Okay. And then, what is it for, though? It just a product or it's a brand? I would know.
2: It's not a brand. You would know.
1: Okay, okay, that's good to know. Um, so that does feel there's a chance that this is local.
2: Yeah, it feels very local. Who's, who's
1: locally hiring Billy Corgan? I'm gonna say it's for furniture, a furniture store. Ah. <laughs> Look at me go. How did you know that? Because I was just trying to think musical chairs. Who would use musical chairs to sell something? That's exactly right. Unless you're selling chairs. Oh, my God. Let me... uh, Let's open this up. So, let's see here. It looks like it's for something called resistancepro.com. No, that can't be right. Is that just the name of the website that is...
2: I think that's just where it's Collecting this video. Okay, let's take a listen here. So... (laughs)
1: this is so weird
2: so they're in a wrestling ring he's friends with the owner of this furniture store in and,
0: real life in you real mean. life oh, yeah okay, the and so they story. were like
2: let's just like make a commercial with Billy and apparently Billy has some stake in a real professional wrestling team and oh. so these professional wrestler guys have some financial connection to him
1: Wow well that's this is a real um exercise in working your connections yes first we use our connection to get billy then billy works his connections to get the wrestlers right nice that's what i but billy corgan is the key to everything that's what i always say like once you're (laughs) in with him you can uh be connected to anything you could possibly want okay here we go (laughs) here come the wrestlers I got to say, businessmen putting up a good fight. The businessmen are defeating the wrestlers, it would appear.
2: Yeah, it's definitely like a,
1: you Oh, know. wait, no, the wrestlers are now taking the upper hand. Yeah. Actually, I'm actually on the edge of my seat. Wrestlers are now winning, but not completely.
2: One of the wrestlers okay. picks up a chair to, like, bash one of the businessmen.
1: Over the head.
2: Billy says, wait, that's a
1: Waltree Smith chair. E. <laughs> 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 Genevieve, i cannot thank you enough for bringing this into my I life i know right it's so great wow all and you right did extremely well in this quiz. because that one was another two-pointer if i got it yes. right without the. so you um, got seven
2: out of eight possible points
1: wow that I guess is really amazing
2: seven out of i suppose you could have had 16 possible points but let's not Split hair
1: Sure Yeah Well don't um, Honestly don't look at me differently I don't want this to affect our home life I'm still just <laughs> I'm still just Andrew Okay
0: Okay Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they saying Only the echoes of my mind
1: That was fun Yeah I liked, I liked being able to use my imagination <laughs>
2: That's what this show is all about. Yeah,
1: that's right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> you
2: did really well.
1: Thank you. I know we both have some things in the ad council. Why don't you go first? We got some from Mike here.
2: Yes. You know, you mentioned at the top that you, that some listeners wanted some rulings on things and you disagreed with them mm-hmm. or, or wanted some validation and you disagreed with them. Yeah. This, is a, this is that for me, although I think Mike may have actually come around. There's been a real journey for me and Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks ago, uh, Mike wrote in and I was going to include it in last week's show and we ran out of time. Uh, but he wrote... Uh, I'd love to hear your take on this Coors Light commercial. I think you've said previously that you're Coors Light drinkers. False. We are Miller Light drinkers. False.
1: <laughs> so Mike loses one point.
2: Um, and he says, this is for um, a commercial called, I don't even know what it's called, uh, but it is about a woman who uh, drinks a Coors Light while taking off her bra from underneath her shirt so she can be comfortable mm-hmm. on her couch. I've
1: seen this in the wild.
2: Which is, if by that do you mean me doing it on our couch? <laughs> no,
1: not that. Because that.
2: that is, like all women, my signature right. move.
1: No, I think I've seen this on TV. And yeah. also I saw some people talking about it in the TBTL Slack channel that's dedicated to TV. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, I will, well, I'll let you go ahead.
2: Well, Mike felt... Initially, that it uh, caters a little bit too much to the male gaze, which I'm always, you know, attuned to as mm-hmm. well. I think it's always good to ask that question. Why don't you play this one?
1: Yeah, so this woman comes home. And she
2: is a very attractive. She's a conventionally attractive woman. She, but she's but not dressed like though. she
1: just got off of work. Yes. Like, a, you know, like some sort of a white-collar job. Right. And, you know, whatever. Like, But, yeah, she's, she's attractive. She opens the door, throws her keys down.
2: Kicks, kicks off, off her, her high shoes. heels, feeds the fish, goes to the goes to the fridge, pulls out a nice uh, silver bullet, sits down on the couch, oh, and immediately yeah. like unhooks her bra from, from underneath inside, her side of her shirt,
1: which is very key from the inside of her shirt, and tosses it up. Yeah,
2: and I, my. The official beer of being done wearing a bra. And you see that
1: the bra thing. just kind of goes across the room and lands on a lamp. And she's and it's just not like a sexy thingy- bra.
2: It's like a regular old yeah. t-shirt bra. Like everybody, like you wear on a normal day. And so I really, as, as a woman, mm-hmm. uh, I related to this so much. I thought it was actually really powerful. I mean, it really spoke to a feeling. It really got at a mm-hmm. feeling that I have, you know, on the regular of like, I'm done, you know. Like I can relax, and like to associate uh, their beer with that, I think is really smart.
1: And you know, yeah, I totally disagree with Mike's original assessment of this. Well, as well, well, a couple of things. Like I said, I saw some women talking about it in the. What they uh, say? They were just like, "Yeah, this is so identifiable," yes. and they mentioned. I think that, it like, speaks
2: to women. Big one time. person
1: said, "You know, my husband calls it the whatever." I can't remember. They have a joke about it. It happens every day. But you know what really seals the deal for me. Um, we see her drop her bag, drop her keys, then she kicks off her high heels in the doorway, right? Mm-hmm. And she has a Band-Aid on the back of one of her heels. A look, uh, and there's like for me, like that, that is, is such a there telling is, detail. It's such a telling detail that yeah. speaks to women specifically, yes. like. These are nice looking shoes But again She's not even wearing a skirt You know They're just nice looking shoes That she's wearing with pants But then You take it off And you see there's a band-aid under there. I can say as a guy Who appreciates women in high heels Seeing a band-aid Is not at all Part of the male gaze And I can I mean, that mean I'm sure for Maybe some people a woman
2: who has to wear Structured shoes I often have to wear band-aids on my heels and it's such
1: a tell right I mean yeah. this is such a commercial made for women I'm gonna play this for you you can just see it here and they specifically have it be like a colored band-aid so it kind of stands out <laughs> right. a little bit they and want also you probably, to see so it. it's not as kind of gross as a, as a beige band-aid but um uh, yeah, I think that is so specifically made for women
2: And what I wanted to tell Mike When he sent his first note in And then he actually ended up telling me Because he he caught it uh, sooner Was that this is part of a larger campaign mm. That Coors Light is doing mm-hmm. And um, their whole campaign and, sa- and very similar to the way that Campbell's Soup Is like for real, real life You know, they're really leaning into this idea of Our product is not for a fantasy life It's not. It's not the bikini team It's not the skiing down the mountain that no one in real life skis down you know it's mm-hmm. for like you're you come home at the end of a long day or you just finished mowing the lawn or like whatever your your day-to-day humdrum life is a cold beer tastes good at the end of the day and like that's us right mm-hmm. and i think that's really um a worthwhile and and smart pitch you mm-hmm. know it's not a fantasy kingdom where they're making fun of beer ingredients or whatever the the, you know so i mean you know there's different ways to do things but but i think this Coors light campaign is great and this is uh and what what i think turned mike around on a little bit was this other one featuring a man um which uh is which shows Coors light is the official shower beer Mm -hmm. and the reason that caught mike's attention is that it was featured on colbert uh uh the colbert what is it just what is it late night I forget what all the late night shows are called. Gangnam. (laughs) Anyway. The late show with Stephen Colbert. The late show with Stephen Colbert. It'll always just be Colbert.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty long segment. We can play the whole thing. I did review this earlier, but do you want to just pick it up there? The commercial itself, there's not much to say about you see a guy come in. I mean, you know, there's nothing sexy about it. You see a pair of, like, boxers hit the floor. He goes into the... um, he goes into the shower and then you see him kind of you just see a hand kind of blindly looking for something and it like skips the soap, yeah. skips the razor, and then grabs a Miller light or I've, I'm sorry, Coors Light and And you know, have we the,
2: all not enjoyed the occasional shower beer?
1: I have before. I'm not as into it, but I do I told you about this. There's a whole like subreddit called shower beer and it's just like people <laughs> taking photos of their shower beers. I mean some of it's not safe for work, a lot of it is, but yeah. it's just like Dedicated to that feeling of having a beer in the shower once in
2: a blue moon. It'll be really satisfying especially if you're on vacation Mm -hmm. Um, Why don't you just play the we can turn off the Colbert bit whenever it gets boring it gets it gets a little bit long But there's some funny jokes and
1: there's some good stuff at the end, too That's the problem, but here. I'll just pick it up here.
0: Meanwhile Coors Light has just branded itself the official beer of drinking in the shower (laughs) That's actually an upgrade. Previously, it was the official beer of weeping in your ex-wife's birdbath. (laughs) Check out this little ad they actually made.
1: Okay, so now we're going to see the entire commercial. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here, and then he picks it up here at the end.
0: Coors Light and taking a shower are a perfect match. You're going to catch some water in your mouth anyway. Why not make it a Coors Light? (laughs) Also... That was good. That actually tonight I'm going home and I'm doing this. Also, can I just ask why it says "do not attempt"? <laughs>
1: oh yeah, if you zoom in close, it says "do not attempt" in the commercial. Right. Which I guess legally they just. I,
2: I suppose. Yeah, I'm not sure why they can't. In the why they can't shower. tell you to attempt to drink a beer in the shower.
0: I am sick of commercials telling me not to do the thing they're doing in their commercial. If I want to go off-roading in the Arctic in my Ford F-150 like you did, Ford, that's my business. And if I sideswipe a tree and get stranded on a frozen lake bed and I have to eat my own foot until I'm rescued, the first thing I'm going to do is go straight home, shower off with a nice Coors Light. (laughs) But hey, getting people.
1: My favorite part's coming up. It's very visual, though.
0: But so getting people to consume your product in the shower is a whole new profit avenue, and other brands are already getting on board. Jim. After a long day, there's nothing like a hot shower.
1: So so far, it's almost a shot-by-shot shot remake of the Coors commercial. Only it's not beer this time. But if you're also hungry, there's Von Gelder
0: shower chili. <laughs> It's just a big
2: steaming bowl of bon chili God that's, like, the getting shower and shower so water mixing the in the with water's it. The water is just and pouring
1: into it. It's overflowing onto the, uh, onto the shower um, floor. We just see beans and meat <laughs> hitting the so gross. floor. And now he's reaching for some, like, cilantro and sour cream that he's going to put in his watery uh, chili now. Giving
0: you the kick you need while hosing off. So the next time you're stepping into the shower... <laughs> Crack open a can of Von Gelder's shower chili, <laughs> the official
1: chili. Of that must have been so gross, it is so to nasty. Shoot. And then the guy leaves the shower, and the entire front of his chest, as opposed to the back of his chest, his entire chest is just covered with like yellow cheese and red Ugh, chili stains. It disgusting. is. Ha, nasty.
2: Anyway, I like this campaign. I this, do too. This sort of real life campaign. Sure. I think I can't wait to see what they do with it. I think that the examples they've chosen so far have been good ones
1: Campbell's yeah. and Coors. Yeah. That's what everybody's going to be coming home and partaking in uh you have another one here i didn't look at this one from uh, nicholas in new york city
2: yes this is from nicholas cage oh
1: i'm sorry this is from the new york <laughs> times honestly i wasn't i forgot this is a what oh, I did you say you were before? just no. i thought you were setting me up for like i didn't sorry this is your joke. conscripted famo yeah my, do, do my, people say famo or were you just saying it did you coin I've heard something it. okay i right. heard it
2: um yeah so once in a while i think i did this with like To Paul F. Tompkins or something like periodically I'll see some famous person like talking about a a commercial for some reason in the news Mm -hmm. and I just got finished reading this really fascinating interview with Nicolas Cage about just oh I need to read that yeah it's really good Uh, in the New York Times that's the Times too right with him yeah
1: Yeah, or the Times Magazine or the Times doesn't matter I, I don't
2: know it was the internet okay um so uh, it's just it's it's a wide ranging sprawling interview, yeah. and, and Nick Cage comes across as, you know, Cage like certainly, but not in a bad way. Like he really kind of, I think, makes the case that he for himself in a great way, and I recommend reading it if you're a fan, uh, as I am. Um, but he talked about a lot of the a lot of the interview was about like choices he makes as an actor and like weird choices that he makes and whether he's doing it. Knowingly, or when he does something like that seems crazy, like the voice of, uh, of uh, the guy in Peggy Sue Got Married, which is like this very famously weird voice choice that he makes, like what's informing that choice. And one of the things that he's, he said uh, as a particular choice that, that influenced him was was this. No offense to John Stamos because he's a beautiful man and a lot of fun to watch on camera, but a million years ago he did a commercial for Legs Pantyhose in it, he said, I love Legs pantyhose. And the way he said love, he expressed it with almost a rock and roll screech. I saw that commercial, and I had to put it in Peggy Sue Got Married. What? I was playing Charlie Bodell, and I'm with Kathleen Turner, and I said, I'm in love with you. And I told John Stamos about it, and he took the compliment.
1: Wait a second here. Okay, so this is the original I neat for, commercial? I
2: looked for the scene from Peggy Sue Got Married, yeah. and I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, no,
1: because I don't know that voice or that. I don't know well, that movie at all. go like play.
2: There's, like, a best of him in Peggy Sue. You can hear okay. the crazy voice he does. I okay. can't. I couldn't find that specific quote. Um. And he didn't quite get the quote right from John Stamos. He doesn't say, I love legs, pantyhose. I said, I love women with neat legs. Okay. But this is John Stamos. That's something I think
1: my grandfather bellowed out one time uncomfortably at a holiday.
2: It's not... I mean, John Stamos is a good-looking dude. Uh, Always has been. Always will be, I guess. But... These commercials are pretty gross like they're really sexist. There's one not this one. There's one where he's just walking through like an exercise class where the women are on their backs like kicking their legs oh, in yeah, the air like yeah. bicycling legs in the air. And this is 80, so I it's can 80s. It's very 80s. And he's just like he's just like walking among a forest of sexy legs like mm-hmm. leering at them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gross in this one. He's just standing next to three women sitting on a pedestal <laughs> <laughs> So quite literally on a pedestal and they're like crossing and uncrossing their legs.
3: I love girls' great-looking legs. <laughs> Maybe that's why they asked me to judge
1: the neat five-day test. Can I tell the difference after five days between the razor leg and the neat leg?
3: The razor leg feels stubbly. The neat leg,
1: smooth. He's rubbing this woman's legs. So gross. I forgot about legs competitions. Like, yeah. that was a trope in TV and movies in, like, the 50s and 60s. Right, huh? hottest leg. Apparently in 1983, too. Next. The razor leg feels stubbly. The neat leg's smooth. Oh, again? He's, he gets to grope
2: Razor's all three
0: stubble. women. Why, is, why, does,
2: why does he need three and the winner, different neats. women? To, I love
0: neat girls. should it be like one woman uses a
2: razor and one woman uses neat? Not one leg per lady. It's just yeah. that he can grope three different ladies.
1: I know. I, well, I'm glad you said it, too, because I was like, no, I, think I said, he gets to grope three women. <laughs> yeah. How come I only get to grope one? All right. Uh, Peggy Sue, Nicholas Cage Yeah, just look for like...
2: It'll come up. There's like a, a montage. All
1: right, this is called a Nicholas Cage freaks out and Peggy Sue got married. This is probably not what you're talking about, but I wouldn't mind hearing this.
2: Oh yeah, this is like just a big scene with the two of them.
1: Okay, should I fast yeah, forward? Yeah, fast he, forward. He he, he climbs looks...
2: into her window and like starts yelling at her.
1: Oh wow, this is what the hell is this movie? Is this a dark movie?
2: Sort of. It's a it's a Coppola movie, believe it or not. Oh, I
1: I always thought it was a kids movie.
2: Mm, no, it's like couple have described it as our like being like our town it's like she time travels back to her high school and gets to try to like redo her mistakes over in this small
1: town this seems really dark it looks like they're now standing in a basement very yeah. noir it's mostly dark but light is coming in through the window casting dramatic shadows
3: when you dropped me off last night i just didn't feel like going to bed and, and i ran
0: into michael and left for a ride
1: oh he's very angry
0: I had a miserable time tonight because of you. When the did book of love, chapter four, you break up, won't you give it one more chance? I'm thinking, did we break up?
1: Wow so he's really upset there I don't know if that's The best example But that, was, that whole voice That thing he's doing Was inspired by this Neat
2: commercial No I think one line From the movie yeah, was, by, was inspired by The okay. neat commercial If you want to hear He
1: is a fascinating guy though I've watched videos yeah, Of him if, being If you want the about. full
2: The full explanation Of what inspired him To do that voice And like what he went through to do it, mm-hmm. uh, read the profile. It's great. Okay. I'll put it in, I'll link to it in the page.
1: Okay. Um, we're going kind of long, but we have some really good stuff. I want to play this voicemail from Ryan.
3: Hey, this is uh, Ryan from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm calling because every time I see one of those, uh, phone network commercials where it's like, I'm just an okay tattoo artist or I'm a circus worker that didn't really construct this, uh, ride very well. And now you're about to write it. It always bothers me that the semantic or like the uh, the way they set those up, it's such an extreme situation. And then they say, you wouldn't settle for that. So why would you settle for that, especially on your phone?
1: OK, so let me just I think you did a good job of setting it up. But we've talked about these a little bit. So uh, the one that we have liked and talked about is the Tattoo Art. This is for at t Wireless. It's for their 5G, which I kinda is that out? That's something that's coming. I don't know, um, but there's one that we've laughed a lot about because the tattoo artist says to the guy in the chair, hey, "I'm one just- of
2: the tattoo artists in the state."
1: Exactly, and the kid says, "Don't you mean one of the best?" And he's like, hmm, "Something like that." Stay
2: in your lane, bro.
1: Exactly, and we've always thought that. Performance I love the was writing. Funny. The
2: writing is what makes those exactly. For
1: me. But Ryan says that it doesn't make sense the way they've set up all these dire circumstances right. like getting a bad tattoo for the rest of your life being
2: on an unsafe carnival ride and
1: then comparing that to oh no i don't have great coverage
3: because that's such a lower stakes situation than getting the worst tattoo of all time and getting sepsis or going on a circus ride that beheads you or whatever other scenarios. i think there's a moving company one where they break a piano and it's not even their piano i don't know whatever but every time I see those commercials it bothers me and I think about your podcast cuz I could see you guys agreeing with me on it. So I guess the whole point of this is that I'm begging for you to agree with me. Oh my
1: god, I've Thanks. never had anybody beg us for anything on the show before. And Ryan, I will tell you as straightforward as I possibly can. Yeah. I love these commercials. Love them. I know what you're saying logically yeah. no, I makes guess the a certain argument. amount of, of sense. But because they work for me, and that's a you know, that's subjective, but because I think the writing is so good, I don't get bogged. It's it's commercials that have worse writing and worse performance. Then I'm like, and the whole
2: underlying thing doesn't yeah. make sense. So then maybe the these- premise starts to itch at me. And so
1: maybe you don't think these are funny, so therefore it itches at you, Ryan. But for me, I think they're hilarious. I think the writing is good and I think that the um the acting is really good too. Let's take a listen one more time to the tattoo artist one.
3: First tattoo? Yeah. Relax, amigo, it's gonna look okay. Only okay?
0: No worries, boss. I'm one of the tattoo artists in the city. You mean one of the best tattoo artists in the city, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh aren't you supposed to draw it first?
1: Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> Just okay, not okay. Especially when it comes Just okay right? is not okay is the tagline. By the way, that tattoo guy is somebody. When I was looking for the commercial, I um, stumbled on something called uh, twoparagraphs.com, and the headline is, who is the stay in your lane, bro, tattoo artist in that at and commercial? Well, it turns out he played the dude in Seinfeld. Do you remember the um, episode about somebody called the dude? I think it was the final season... I don't know if I remember this at all. I just watched this clip earlier today that they linked to in the article. Um, Jerry is dating a woman, of course. He goes – he shows up. I think he's wearing a tux. I think they're going to the Emmys or something because, you know, this is pretty late in the in the series. And uh, she's like, okay, ready to go. And then they start to leave. And then her roommate, I guess, comes out. And he's very – This article makes the argument that very inspired by the dude in the Big Lebowski, kind of just like really friendly, amiable, like, what's going on, guy? But then he kisses her on the lips when she's leaving on her date.
3: Hi. Hi. Nice tuxedo.
0: Thanks. It's a breakaway. Shall we go? Absolutely.
2: Lyle, we're going.
0: All right.
3: Jerry, this is Lyle. Hey, how you doing?
0: Okay. (laughs) Have a good time. Thanks. Lyle.
1: (laughs) Okay, so now we're going to transition to later on in the episode, and um, George and Jerry are talking about this encounter. She had a dude? Yeah, when I went to pick her up,
0: there was this dude. How do you know it was her dude? Well, you think it could have been just some dude? Sure, dudes in this town are a dime a dozen. I reckon or maybe she just wanted to go to the tony's i tell you what you ask her out again no tony just jerry that way you know if the dude is her dude or just some dude dude
1: (laughs) okay so now we're going to cut for one more time i'm sorry that i said the emmys before is clearly the tony's uh now he is visiting her once again she comes to the door wearing nothing but a towel Um, and then they're gonna have a quick hello. She's gonna say, "I'm gonna go get changed," and then the dude comes into the room again, and he is wearing nothing but a towel. Hi. Sorry, I'm running late. I
3: just lost track of time. No rush.
1: Oh, he's drinking a beer too. So somebody was shower beer. Somebody was just shower beer. Is it a Light? Uh, you can't tell.
0: Hey, Jer, what's up? Absolutely
1: no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to play the whole thing, but I just thought it was a pretty good uh, well, punchline well, at the end.
2: Well, that uh, that whole campaign has a real uh, good track record of getting sort of like su- quasi name actors. There's a carnival version the, the, where he's assembled uh-huh. the carnival. Can you find that one for I me? I
1: looked for it earlier. Let me try again. Okay. I know
2: I found it before, and then I lost it. Okay. Um, anyway, the the guy in that who's sort of like the main antagonist, the just okay carnival operator. Ah, uh, here it is. Um, is a is a kind of a he's he's like been in a lot of stuff he, and he's very recognizable to me. He's been done a ton of commercial work. Uh, I think he's even been in some movies. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Though. It's like Maddie something like Maddie Canabopple. It's not Canabopple.
1: This is like a—it's like he's kind of like a carny kind of guy, uh, locking a mom and her son into you know one of these spinny rides. Is this ride safe? I assembled it myself last night. Oh, I know him yeah, so well. Yeah, Maddie
2: Carter is his she, name. I, I was super what close to kno- Cartabob. Car, what do we
1: know him from? He's kind of a bookery shaped guy. Well, he's
2: not a booker, but he's just sort of like he's awkward looking. Yeah, and he, he and he definitely like gets, up I'm his sure face. gets typecast as nerds and probably yeah. kind of dorks. Um, he was in uh, Stranger Things. He was in Jurassic World. Okay. Um, he's been in a ton of commercials.
1: Okay, let's. See how this ends. I haven't seen this one. Stumbled
0: it myself last night. i Think I did an okay job. Just okay.
2: What if something bad happens?
0: We just moved in the next
1: town. <laughs> just okay is not okay. Especially um, when it comes to your Also, death. I want to say I, I I know that I was confusing that woman's voice with. Um, a famous actress it turns out it's not her but I do want to give her I love her voice her name is Lena Waithe we've talked about
2: her before she's been their spokes voice for quite a while through a number of campaigns I feel like and
1: Genevieve speaking of a good track record of actors you're gonna love this one same campaign same great writing we have a bunch of people they're in a boardroom together and um, they're about to make a deal with some folks from another country. Tell them we're flexible. Don't worry, my oh. is okay. So that guy, uh, his name is Mark Evan Jackson. He's the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Good Place. Oh yeah,
2: he's he's um the he's the husband of the captain on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right, right. And he is um Kinda Sean on The Good Place. Who's
1: like kind of head of the unit? Is he God or the main devil? It's hard. He's to basically really say. the devil. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's watch this whole thing. I love this commercial. So this one guy says he's an okay translator. Tell him we're flexible. Don't worry. My Dutch is okay.
0: Just okay? Mm-hmm. Deze man is erg super.
1: <laughs> and he's saying this man is very bendy, according to the subtitles. Tell him we need this merger. He says he needs a hug. <laughs> I love and how have it, have it like does philotic. sort of
2: loosely translate to we need <laughs> a merger.
1: So then one of the Dutch guys gets it's up and happy. gives the guy a... Just okay. Is not gives okay. Him a hug, and the translator says it's happening. I just think the acting and the writing the, are the so good. Casting we is are killing good. Ryan right now. I Ryan know. wanted one thing from Ryan, us. Ryan, I
2: want to encourage you to like open your
1: heart. Open your heart. Look into your heart, Ryan. Look into your heart. Okay, last one. I'm going to play. Ryan didn't like this one either. This is um, the Moving Day commercial, right. and uh, it. Pretty self-explanatory. They're moving in these boxes. They're incompetent movers. The homeowners just look distressed. At the end, you're gonna hear him hand something to the husband, and he's gonna say, what is this? And it's a bag. It's a bag of piano keys, just the keys. Have you seen this one before? And the guy says, what are these? And the mover says, it's your piano. Oh,
0: sir, that was my grandma's.
1: Don't worry, ma'am, all of your
0: stuff is in okay hands just okay well they don't give two and a half stars to just anybody <laughs> here you go what's this it's your piano hold this for a second
1: we don't have a piano no. but
0: the neighbors do just
1: okay is not okay anyway i'm a fan ryan
2: yeah and i actually this is a style of commercial sort of a structure of commercial that i tend to like like um they're the the um the the little cuties, or whatever the oranges were, that where they would have like good idea kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Very yeah. similar premise. Um, you know, I feel like we see this occasionally. Where like there, there will be a sort of a premise of like, uh, like you wouldn't do X, and then they'll have some absurd scenario. And I mean, I think it really is like it's an it's a premise that can work really well, but it has to be well cast, well mm-hmm. acted, well written. And yeah, I think because, these are
1: because you don't want. When it's done badly, you start associating the service right. with the bad thing that's happening. Yeah, in the and commercial, somehow but this these, misses that. And I just think it's because of the way they're executed. And again, it's subjective. Like yeah. these work on us because we like them. But I could see if you don't find this humor funny, then it's going to work against you. And that's where Ryan is right now. I know that we had um, a jingle to play, but you know what? We're going a little bit long, and yeah, I would love to save, save it for next week. So let's do this instead.
3: You can sell.
1: Anything.
3: You anything.
1: Getting kicked out of the studio here Because we have uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to end that joke Alright, um, thanks Veeves That quiz was fun, man Yeah, I had fun doing it I hope I didn't it. ruin it with my uh, petulance
2: um, That's alright, I don't think it was ruined Okay um, come visit us at the Facebook group. We are uh, After These Messages on Facebook. Uh, you know where to find it. You'll know it's us because you'll be asked two questions uh, and only two questions. So all you have to do is answer them in any way that distinguishes you from a robot.
1: You'll be asked two questions, but only one will count. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
2: Um, you can email us at After These Messages show at gmail and you can call us at 607 444.
1: Five, five, nine, seven. Once again, that's 607-444-5597. We'd love to hear your voice, so call us there, and we'll talk to the rest of you guys, or all of you guys, or ourselves, next Tuesday. You <laughs> can <laughs>